This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of the Arsenal Transfer Show. Join you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you so much for, as always, making this a part of your morning routines. Means a lot, as always, for you to join me and uh, continue to support the channel. Uh, we managed to hit, once again, over 1,500 likes on yesterday's amazing video. I say amazing video. I've rather said 1,500 likes, which is amazing for the video, rather than you know, gloating about how amazing the video was. It clearly, clearly was, but uh, no one needs to tell me that, especially not myself. Um, but good morning to everybody joining us live in the chat box today. Let's say morning to people on a Sunday. I always have that that little bit more respect for people that join us on a Sunday <laughs> because I'll tell you what, getting up at 8am on a Sunday is no easy task. So to tune in and drop in your messages as well, Fair play to you. Damien, Kaiser, Brezzy, good morning to you. Tom, Mike, uh, we've got uh, Olu and Matt G, Nyamdi, Peeny Ween, uh, Amira, uh, Adang. Uh, we've got Paul, James, Black Shine, Omar, Clincy, uh, Josh, uh, Louis, Karede, Josh and PJ. Plenty more of you as well. Thank you so much for, as always, tuning in. Do drop a like as well on the video if you could. That would mean so much if you could try and help us get once again. We're really pushing up these uh, these daily likes, so it's uh, it's been fantastically important. Now, Arsenal will, of course, play against Manchester United today in the Premier League in what is a huge game for both teams. You can watch our preview of the game, which we recorded last night, joined by two brand new debutants to the preview show, Lloyd and Kian. Also, Dan joined us too. Uh, to make up our quartet last night. So if you haven't yet watched that preview after you finish watching this morning's show, you can tune into yesterday's preview. However, let's get on with today's stories. Trossard could indeed make his debut for the Gunners today uh, after signing from Brighton not just a couple of days ago. He did, he did indeed sign, which means um, that they registered in time for the match and he hopefully will indeed be on the bench and could come off to play a significant part in this game. He's fully fit, ready to go. He's trained. Of course, he was playing with Brighton. We know that he's ready to play. He doesn't have to build up to full fitness in any way, shape or form. So Trossard going to be involved. 
which is a very, very positive thing for the club indeed. If you want to find out more about Leandro Trossard, we did record our breakdown of the player yesterday that was put out onto the channel. Apologies for the slight lateness. The uh, Kivior news really did kind of take over the channel briefly because I wanted to make sure that we were educated as quickly as possible about how good Kivior is. Speaking of which, we're talking about him and see him very soon. Uh, William Saliba is uh, supposedly very close to uh, being in a very positive situation regarding his contract. There's confidence around this, confidence that his new deal will indeed be uh, completed this season. Um, Fabrizio Romano saying about how happy he is at the club, about how confident the club is and that they don't expect any issues regarding um, kind of the situation around his deal and him not securing his future. So that's a really positive bit of news for the morning. The William Saliba's contracts seem to be very much in a positive place. Now, Kivior, the new Arsenal centre-back, is expected to be announced tomorrow. It could be that we see him in the stands for the game today against Man United. There is an expectation that he will be there. But Arsenal tend to allow things to happen on their own day. So if we've got a game today, we don't tend to announce signings on the same day like Chelsea did with Mudrick, of course. Um, I imagine we'll see an announcement officially um, tomorrow on Kivior. So we'll get all of the interviews, all of the first words of the manager, etc. on the centre-back tomorrow uh, that is when it is expected to happen but he's at London Colney he's done his medicals he's done all of that good stuff an announcement is expected to take place tomorrow now Declan Rice continues to be linked with a move to Arsenal for the summer uh, the price tag is not reportedly something that puts Arsenal off at all uh, and that it is the player himself who favours a move to Arsenal over Chelsea um, he's said to be very uh, a big appreciator and admirer of Mikel Arteta and says that he believes that Arteta would be the man to create and turn him into an even better midfielder than he already is. The £80 million to £100 million prices that are being talked about for Rice are said not to put the club off and that this could be one that will be the main target for Arsenal's summer transfer windows. So certainly one to keep an eye on. Now, one player that does not, unfortunately, look like he will be joining the Gunners is Eduardo Camavinga. Now, we had a lot of um, theorising, a lot of hypothetical positivity yesterday. However, I did say to you that I felt that this was a low move that didn't make that much sense to, to both the club and the player. And unsurprisingly, very soon after, both Camavinga's manager, Carlo Ancelotti, and his agent came out to say that this is not a deal that would happen. Ancelotti described Camavinga as untouchable. Um, and also his agent came out and said that the uh, the links to suggest that he would be moving on loan are not true. Now, what I want to do, because I know that when people hear things like that, what they want to do is they want to go straight to the reporters that have said Arsenal have an interest in, um, in Camavinga and that uh, they're obviously not very well connected or their information is not good. This isn't the case. The reports that came out from the Evening Standard and Simon Connings in particular were reports suggesting that Arsenal were interested in Camavinga. Now, if you read through the, uh, the, the comments of Butner, I think it is, who is his agent, he basically turns around and says that every club wants to sign Camavinga. And this is the case. Arsenal had an interest, have an interest in Eduardo Camavinga. What's not true is that he will be moving it seems, this January transfer window. Now, Real Madrid, of course, have got strong links with Jude Bellingham. And so the situation for Camavinga may change in the summer. We'll have to wait and see. But at the moment, it does indeed seem that Camavinga's place in Real Madrid is indeed untouchable and he won't be moving at least this January. 
Now, Arsenal are also said to have wanted to buy out the contract for Martin Zubimendi of Real Sociedad. Uh, the player has a 60 million euro buyout clause. However, Kike Marine sorry, says uh, that the player wants to stay at Sociedad until at least the end of the season. So despite the fact that Arsenal seem willing to activate that release clause, which to me when I read this story seemed kind of mad, you're looking at around £53 million there to activate a midfielder, a 23 years of age, very good player, of course, indeed, and has done very well at Sociedad in La Liga. Um, but I was surprised to see this story emerge, especially considering all this chat about Declan Rice at the moment as well. You know, Zubamendi's a very, very talented midfielder, very progressive in what he does, and I think would fit into Arsenal's system very well. But I was a little bit surprised to see uh, the link as strong as this. And, you know, I always try and give you guys tips and advice about how you should read into transfer stories. And I always say you should look out for certain clues and hints about whether or not we can believe certain stories. And when you start seeing price tags um, around kind of the commitment around price tags, that's usually a pretty good sign uh, of where the information comes from. However, it doesn't seem to be a deal that Arsenal would be able to get done this winter because he does not want to leave the club until the summer and he doesn't want to leave mid-season. He wants to commit himself to Real Sociedad until at least the end of the season. So Arsenal may have to move to an alternative target. And that alternative target, according to Kike Marin, is William Cavallio. Yes, I know. We've managed to enter a time machine and gone back 17 years. <laughs> no, maybe more so about 10 years from when his time was at Sporting. Um, but now the Real Betis midfielder, 30 years of age, is said to be a player that Arsenal are indeed looking at. Uh, Portuguese international, of course. Um, I think this is very much one for a kind of a depth option until the end of the season. I don't see why Arsenal would buy William Cavallio. I imagine it would be more of a loan situation if there was one. But Arsenal was said to have an interest in the player as they desperately try and find a midfielder. I don't, I'm not particularly bowled over by this. If you told me that it was a case of William Cavallio coming in or no one else, of course I'd prefer Cavallio because I think he would add depth to the team between now and the end of the season. But in terms of a long-term move, I don't really see why this would be favourable for us at all, to be honest. It's a bit of a strange one. But uh, yeah, if it was a, a case of bringing him in into the end of the season, I think that's something that we would be open to and should be open to because it adds the depth that we know that we need in that position. But on a permanent deal, I have a fair few questions that are, are coming up when talking about William Cavallio. But there you go. Linked with the club, supposedly an interest. Now, our headline story of the day, of course, you'll be unsurprised to know is on Ivan Fresneda, the young Spain player at the moment with Real Valladolid. His agent supposedly travelled to London Colney with talks scheduled with Edu. Uh, and Arsenal are very, very serious indeed about trying to sign the player. Uh, there was rumours that he had an £8.8 million buyout clause. I can't verify those um, at the moment. La Liga players do tend to have buyout clauses in their contracts. But there's also been suggestions that Arsenal be willing to pay up to €20 million, Euros, which is obviously well above that £8.8 million buyout, unless for some reason they've included a, a very structural difference to that deal to enable them to pay it over a longer period of time because £8.8 million now is, is too much. I don't see how that would be the case. That doesn't seem right. But Ivan Fresneda would be a fantastic option, I think, for Arsenal this season, especially if Cedric is going. Very talented player. I look forward to bringing you a tactical breakdown on him very, very soon indeed. Uh, and looking into a player that, of course, has developed in Spain, but I think has developed in a way that he's played right mid, left mid. He's played central midfield. He's even played right wing, but he's settled at right back. 
and he plays in a very similar style I see anyway when I watch him to Alexander Zinchenko. And I think that that balance that we've got in potentially having Fresneda on the right and then you can play Tomiyasu on the left if you don't have one of White or Zinchenko enables you Arsenal to be still as balanced as they are in defence if they have an option like this. He's very different to Brook Norton Cuffey. He's different to Rule Waters. And so that's why some of you may have some confusion about why we're going after an 18-year-old right back. It's because stylistically, he does exactly what Arsenal and Arteta want from that fullback position. So talented player. A lot of clubs really like him. A lot of clubs like Juventus, Newcastle, Liverpool uh, have all been linked with a move for Fresneda. Uh, if Arsenal get hold of this one, it would be considered a bit of a coup for a very talented young player indeed. Uh, we will be back after part two and your questions right after this. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, uh, first things first, I received and have received uh, a few DMs about this topic. First of all, I've received a fair few DMs of people that consistently ask me, do I know where to get hold of tickets for the Arsenal games? So I wanted to address this right now. The answer is no. Um, I don't tend to tell people where you can get hold of tickets outside of the club because uh, it's, you know, when you're looking at trying to get hold of tickets, you should be going through the official routes. You have the ticket exchange system on the website. And I know that there are, the answer you're going to get to come back to me is, well, it's always selling out so quickly because we've got this situation where bots are buying up tickets really fast and then selling them for ridiculous prices online. The club are said to be aware of this problem. They are trying to work out ways in which they can stop this problem from happening. One of the ways in which they're doing that is identifying people as they go into the stadium alongside the ticket that they have bought. And if your name does not match the ticket or the season ticket you are holding, they will indeed deny you access to the club. I cannot stress this more seriously. Please do not buy tickets on Twitter. Uh, I had a DM this morning coming from Aaron, who's very kindly shared this information uh, and said, uh, I'm a viewer of your channel. And would you mind sharing today the importance of not buying tickets on Twitter? Because I was scammed out of over a thousand pounds worth of tickets, which I'm currently trying to get back through my bank. I just don't want anyone going through the same experience as me. One of the keen tactics that I've noticed people that do tend to sell tickets online, and I have no word as to their reliability because I've never had to go through that process myself, is what you tend to see is you tend to see people that are at the games who have potentially bought tickets off those people, tweet pictures of them at the ground and thank those people. Now, there is absolutely nothing stopping people from generating multiple accounts in which they can then validate themselves through pictures at the stadium or get their friends to do that for them. So please be careful. 
always, always be careful about where you buy tickets online because you can very easily get scammed out of a significant amount of money. Always go through the official channels. Always use the ticket exchange if you can. I know it's very, very frustrating for people that they can't get hold of tickets because they're so in demand right now, but it's much better that you don't put yourselves at risk and instead watch the game from home, watch the game at a pub, watch the game somewhere else. Have a good time because you will not certainly be having a good time when you've realized that you've been scammed out of a lot of money. So, uh, yes, I just wanted to make sure I read that out because it was a very good message and honest one that I got from Aaron. And I've been receiving a fair few DMs from people saying, where can I get hold of tickets? From the club. And if you can't, don't go because you will end up, unfortunately, potentially putting yourself in a position where you're going to lose a lot of money. So please do not do it. Anyway. Uh, let's go to uh, Tamid, who says, uh, we must pay the £50 million release clause for Zubamendi and Hijack from Barca. Great talent, Sergio Busquets, Regen, what are your thoughts? As I've said, when we talked about the news of Zubamendi, very, very interesting player. I think could certainly be a potential successor for Thomas Partey. However, he does seem to want to stay with the club until the end of at least this season, and then Arsenal make a decision. However, again, it seems that Arsenal's main priority in that area is Declan Rice. And so, therefore, it seems a deal for Zubamendi may be a secondary option to Declan Rice. Who knows, though? Maybe they'll say them, see them play together. That might be an interesting opportunity for Arsenal's midfield moving forwards. Um, Ryan, thank you so much for the kind donation. Uh, hey, love your videos. It's 2 a.m. The dedication is real from Ryan. Thank you so much, mate, for the kind donation. That means a lot. Uh, Kean dropping in uh, a super chat as well. Thanks, mate. Uh, if Ben White scores a screamer today, like you always predict, I will gift 10 memberships to the lovely TGT viewers. Kian, what I'm going to ask is if you can be a little bit more generous. And let's say that if he just scores, because a screamer's pretty subjective, let's be honest. I reckon if he scores a header from a corner, we can describe that as a bit of a screamer. How about if he just scores, Kian? <laughs> maybe we can step things up. I'm being cheeky, I know. But uh, maybe if he just Ben White gets on the score sheet today, uh, then we can get some members, new members into the chat box. There you go. Uh, Tubbs um, says, uh, Tom, do you make short, Do you make the shorts or are they only for special occasions and would you like to produce more? Uh, I actually have a very, very generous person who is a listener to the channel, uh, Bayo, who actually reached out to me and said, I really like the content. I'm a bit of a, a, a whiz with kind of videos in that sense. Would you like me to put together some shorts? And I was like, you know what, let's let's have a bit of a trial. So this week, we've been putting out some of those videos. I've been trying to get your feedback to see if you like those shorts. Um, and I've been getting some really good feedback. There's been some constructive criticism as well, which I think we've taken on board for the short that's going to be coming out today. So you'll have to let me know uh, what you think of today's short that will be coming out around midday time, um, which is from yesterday's show. I think there are really good ways of kind of short promotion of the main transfer video they're quite engaging with the photos and the editing and the images as well so uh yes I, I quite like them i think they're a good addition to the channel um and uh, if you do indeed like them let us know because we've done a week-long trial of some of these videos going out onto the channel my main thing is always making sure the person who's producing this is not taking up too much of their time um but if you like the content it's certainly something that I want to make sure that we stick around with on the channel. But it seems that you guys are being very, very positive about these uh, in the channel as well. So good stuff. Uh, something that potentially we'll be keeping around there, which is awesome. Um, let's go to Jason. He says, Tom, what's your view on how today will go? You know, I'm very positive about today. I'm always positive about Manchester United at home. We have a very decent record against Manchester United at home. 
have a good chance. I think we'll see Granit Xhaka get on the score sheet against United once again. He's got a fantastic record playing against them. What I think is that the pressure, we always talk about Arsenal being under ultimate pressure in these games. If anything, it is more important that United win this than us. We've the ones with the buffer. We're the ones that know that we win. Man United are out of the title race. They are out of it completely. And I think that really plays into our advantage. Man United are going to try and win this. Man United know that they've already beaten us this season. And if they can win this game, that they are in the conversation for a potential title challenge. And therefore, I think the pressure is more so on them than it is us. And I think that may play into our hands a bit and they will have to come out a bit. Of course, I still think they've been pretty good at defending against teams like City. And obviously, they really benefited from that. I think we're a different team to City. I'm not saying we're better. I mean, we have been this season because of where we are, of course. But I think we're a different prospect to City. I think the way we play is slightly different. I think the attributes and the players that we have are different. And I think that's going to cause them a lot of problems. Without Casemiro is a big, big loss to them as well. And they are without a fair few other players because of injury like Martial, Dallo, Sancho. Um, and there's one other player I'm forgetting whose name has escaped me. But uh, yeah, they're missing a few players. I imagine what they'll go with is your, obviously De Gea in goal. It will be Wan-Bissaka at right back. It will be uh, Varane and Martinez and Shaw as a back four. It will be, I think, Fred or McTominay. Oh, would it be both? It could be Fred McTominay and Eriksen in the middle. And then Fernandez, um, Veghorst and Rashford as the front three. I think that might be what they go for. Who knows, though? I might be wrong. Um, but that would be what I would predict them going for. We've got to be careful about Veghorst's aerial ability in the box. Let's see what happens. 8-2 would be a dream. <laughs> Imagine if we could put eight past them. Oh, you just think back. Maybe I'll set us showing them that before the game. Maybe he's showing Eric Ten Hag talking about the fact that they've already beaten us this season. Get that extra motivation going for the team. We need as much as we can possibly get. Um, Mark says, loved your review of the many forward targets which we've been linked to. Are you planning a similar one to review the midfield prospects? Let me put in a vote for one of them. Uh, potentially, yes. Uh, I will be potentially doing one of those. It's a lot harder to do midfielders than it is to do uh, forwards that you could potentially bring in. They're not as obvious candidates. But we are being linked to more um, during this window. So, yes. Let's see. Let's wait a couple of days, probably into next week as well. And we'll see if we can put together a 30 midfielders. It might not be 30. It might be 20. But uh, we'll try and get one of those out for you as soon as possible. Livell says, are you going to do a tactical breakdown of Zubimendi? Probably not because of the information coming out today that a deal doesn't look particularly likely. If the William Cavallio links increase, of course, we'll look into that a little bit more. I tend to do tactical breakdowns when players look like they're getting close to moving because there's a lot of effort and time and I've got to take up the time of an expert to come on and talk about the player. I only tend to want to do that if the deal looks more likely. Before, I remember we would do tactical breakdowns if we were just linked to a player um, and it would take up a lot of time and often those players didn't end up arriving at Arsenal. And I know that we've still done that on a couple of occasions, especially with the Jarrell Felix and Mudrick situations. This window... But uh, we've obviously done the Trossard one after he was signed. We've done the Kivior one just before he was signed. I'm hoping to do a Fresneda tactical breakdown very soon as well. So don't worry. It is coming indeed. Don't you worry. Uh, Declan Rice, I think we'll wait for the summer with that one, Matt. But uh, he will be on the list for the summer tactical breakdowns after the season has finished. Um, Blue Red Trill says, uh, with Everton possibly going down, who would you nick off them? It's a really good question. Um, and there's often opportunities available for teams of those that go down. Obviously, Anthony Gordon's a very talented player that people like a lot. 
Um, but who would I take? Is Ben Godfrey a good option? I know that he was linked with us before, and I know that he's had questionable defensive points, but he is versatile. Could play left-back, right-back, and centre-back. Is he a good replacement for Upholding? Homegrown? Maybe. Uh, maybe would be better coached at Arsenal. But there's not a lot that I don't think I would take. Uh, Damari Gray, Anana is not a bad shout as well, to be fair, the midfielder. Um, yeah, I suppose Anana is probably one of the more standout ones from uh, from there. And we were interested in Anana when he was at um, Lille uh, before he moved to Everton. Uh, Calvert-Lewin says, I grow. I doubt he's the right player for this sort of uh, <laughs> situation at the moment now. Um, Benji says, I always find it crazy how highly people rate Sergei Milinkovic-Savic without ever seeing him play. I'm worried that he could be another Koulibaly situation. Well, I've watched him plenty and I like what I see from Sergei Milinkovic-Savic. I think he's such a versatile central midfielder that can offer us plenty going forwards. I think he could play that left-sided centre midfielder role, arguably maybe more threateningly than Xhaka. Certainly, I think more threateningly than Xhaka. So that's one to watch. Uh, Hard Pixel says, Tom, I swear if we managed to get Felix and Mudrik, we would have had the attack to win it all. It was going to be a game over situation for the other teams. Oh, dear. John says, can you rehash your Cavalio tactical breakdown from eight years? Did I do a tactical breakdown on Cavalio from eight years ago? I mean, I think I've been doing the channel for eight. Have I? No, it's seven years. I mean, let's have a look. Laguna Talk, William Cavalio. Did I ever do a tactical breakdown on him? Let's have a quick look. Um, I'm not seeing one. Tactical breakdown, William Cavallio. I've done a lot of players. I thought I might have done one, but no, it doesn't look like I ever did. So, no. Uh, John, I can't rehash one that I've already done, unfortunately. Um, let's go to... Franklin Goodwin says, this that was a joke. Uh, in regards to what? I'm curious what he wants. Maybe he was asking for Awobi to come back. I've seen a few people suggest that. Ayers uh, says, Tom, we need an experienced midfielder on loan. Someone who's fought in that favour at his team and would come in and do what El Nenny does, but at a higher level. I think you're absolutely right, Ayush. The problem is it's such a hard kind of profile to find because you've got to think, if they're good enough to be better than El Nenny and they're out of favour, why are they out of favour at their team? It makes it very, very difficult to try and find one of those players. I also think there is an argument to look to someone who's younger, like the Camavinga link that we saw. I think you could look to Ryan Gravenberch. You could look to Frank Kessier, you know, two players that are not particularly playing at big, big clubs in Europe. I think that's the type of signings that you can maybe look towards as potential signings. There's no guarantee, of course, that that gives you what you want. But I think there's a, there's opportunity there. Um, let's get Pogba. Pogba 3.0, says Benji. Um, I don't know if he's even played since getting back to full fitness at Juventus. Let's have a quick check. Has he played for Juve this season? Um, Juventus, of course, very much struggling now after their 15-point deduction. I don't think he has played for them this season. No, he hasn't. He's not played at all. Uh, this season for Juventus. Is there any indication on when indeed he might be involved? Um, doesn't look like it at the moment in time. Uh, I've never seen anything about him coming back. Injured Paul Pogba leaves Juventus fans concerned after posting a photo of skiing holiday despite failing to play. Oh dear. <laughs> Always a classic type of headline that you never want to read. Uh, anyone from Juventus? Uh, Tamid says, yeah, Chiesa, Locatelli. Um, I'm not that keen on Vlaovic anymore, but maybe I'm overlooking uh, a good player. Uh, Delict, yes, is it? No, he's at Bayern Munich now, isn't he? Of course, he's moved. Um, so yeah, I'm looking, I'm thinking into that team. 
And I can just think Chiesa and Locatelli, the only real ones. I don't think some people might say Moyes keen, but I think he's had his chance in the Premier League. I'm not sure he's the type. McKenzie. Is it McKenney, uh, John Darren? McKenney, not McKenzie. Um, Western McKenney is potentially one to look at as well. Uh, Piyush says, uh, many Chelsea players will be surplus to requirements considering their squad size that anyone Arsenal should be interested in. I don't think so. Uh, I don't think there's anyone at Chelsea that are going to be surplus to requirements. Some people might say Sterling could come in and be a good depth option for us. But we've got enough players on the left-hand side now. We've got Smith Rowe, we've got Martinelli, we've got Trossard that can all play there. You know, I don't think that we need any more uh, on the left-hand side. But Chiesa can play on the right very comfortably. He's one I would like to see maybe Arsenal look into. And Locatelli, of course, is the other Obvious one. People are suggesting Callum Hudson-Odoi or Amari <laughs> Hutchinson, says Jason. Maybe one to look at in the future. Anyway, uh, we're going to wrap things up there. I am planning on doing a podcast tonight at 9pm to react to the game against Manchester United. Hopefully be joined by some guests uh, this evening to talk about all things Arsenal-Manchester United as well. So make sure you set your alarms for 9pm this evening to talk about everything that goes on during the game. I hope you have a fantastic Sunday. I hope you enjoy the fixture as well. Drop a like on today's video as well before you go. It takes a second and it really does indeed help us out. So please, please do that. Um, and if you listen on iTunes, leave us a review. They, they always help as well. If you, if you listen on Spotify, leave a five-star rating. All of those things really help out the podcast. So thank you so much for listening. I will see you tonight at 9pm for the next installment on the channel and hopefully reacting to what will be a very positive result against Man United. See you soon, guys. Have a great day. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.